so you might be, I don't know, asking yourself some big questions about your financial future these days. And those are important questions. However, if someone steals your home out from under you, uh, you're not going to care about the inflation rate, for at least for a short period of time, because uh, that's a huge just bashing of your financial life. Now, you are not covered from home title fraud when it comes to common ID theft services or uh, even the bank or your you know insurance company. Uh, because these things are kept online, they can be forged. And if they are, you're down a legal road you do not want to be down. Uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of your equity can disappear. And that's probably what you're planning on retiring with. HomeTitleLock.com can protect you from these bad outcomes. You can see how the FBI and former agents are looking into this, and they, they can show you how to protect yourself. Uh, it's all on their website, HomeTitleLock.com. You can register your address and see if you're already a victim there. Don't even know it yet. Uh, and you can protect yourself going forward. Uh, look for a spot that tells them uh, Stu sent you for a listener discount. HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. I want to talk to you about being a parent. I want to talk to you about your kids in school. I want to talk to you about the insanity that is happening in our schools. Also, we've been talking about a parallel economy that uh, we just can't live in a world that is controlled by leftists and Marxists. With ESG now being mandated to our states, that's going to change your life. Is your state even aware of it? There is a solution. Somebody who is very uh, relevant and powerful has decided to take on BlackRock. His name is Vivek Ramaswamy. He joins us in about 30 minutes to talk about a new way to do business. And actually, a new way to do business is just actually the old way of doing business. Focus on business. We get there in 30 minutes. Stand by. We begin with something crazy, crazy in Colorado. All right, Relief Factor is our sponsor. Um, Your day, every day, you got enough to worry about. I am, honestly, I get to about three o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon, and I have decision fatigue. I get, I mean, it's, it's all day it feels like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And I get to three or four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm just exhausted. And I'm like, I don't care what my wife says. You want to go see a movie? I don't know. Just whatever. Really, honestly, whatever. Get in the car. Don't get in the car. Let's watch a movie. Let's just sit on the floor and stare at a wall. I'm good. Whatever you want to do. Relief factor gives me the opportunity to not add pain to the rest of my day. 
I want you to get out of pain and to do that, try Relief Factor. Maybe you've tried absolutely everything else to get out of pain. I know I did. And then I tried Relief Factor. I never thought it would work, but it did. And 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to order more, just like me, month after month. ReliefFactor.com. Try the three-week quick start. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Or ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Okay, so there's a couple of things happening with parents that I, um, I want to talk to you about. Colorado Middle School has hosted a Genders and Sexuality Alliance Club in which students are taught about LGBTQ-related issues and then told to keep the conversation confidential. This according to a mom of a former student. A student. Uh, her name is Erin Lee. Her daughter attended Wellington Middle School in Wellington, Colorado. Uh, she said during an interview that her daughter was invited to a club by her art teacher last May. And that the students in the club were told by an outside speaker, what you hear in here stays in here. When did our school become Vegas? What happens in the classroom stays in the classroom. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) She explained to my daughter, this is the speaker. She explained to my daughter that if she is not 100% comfortable in her female body, then she's transgender. Now, can I just ask the women that happen to be listening to this program, have you ever felt 100% comfortable in your own body? Ever? Ever. Because I've never met, I've met, no ugly women, beautiful women, doesn't matter. None of them. You know, you would have the most beautiful woman Perfect shape, whatever that is. And they'll say, except I can't get this part. It drives me out of my mind. Or my feet are so. Uh, well, I didn't know. You're transgender. You're transgender. I don't know. Do you know a woman who's perfectly comfortable, 100% comfortable in her own body? I can't think of I one. I can't think of one either. I can't think, the, only one, the only people you ever see saying that are people in ad campaigns for like big and tall yeah. clothing. Where like the whole shtick is, I'm comfortable being big. Like that's the <laughs> for, you, I can't you never I see can't, it from anybody else. I'm sorry, I can't imagine it. I, look, every I think and 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 yes, even guys are like this, right? Like every yeah. we cut joke about it all the time. How fat we are, right? We all know, and it. it's only it's to stop us from crying yeah. every time we walk by the mirror. <laughs> you look at a mirror, and the mirror is like, Good oh, Lord, God. man, can you not stand in front of me? <laughs> That's uh, everybody. I mean, what do you mean everybody. perfectly comfortable? Yeah. Your, what does that even mean? Well, you're transgender. Mm. Uh, the speaker then told the kids that parents aren't safe, and it is okay to lie to your parents where they are in order to attend this meeting. Oh. She doubled down and said parents, again, are not safe and that heterosexuality and monogamy are not normal. Now, I thought we banned that word. <laughs> I thought so, too. What is normal? There is no such thing as normal. Oh, it's going to make our it's going to make a comeback. It's going to make a comeback, except what they'll claim is normal will not be normal. That's right. It's just like racism. Like racism yeah. was going away and all of a sudden it's made this big comeback and it right. just looks a little bit different. Well, now. a lot different. 
I, I don't know. I think it looks pretty darn similar to the old school racism. Well, it's yeah, just okay. different. It's, it's just swapping ex- colors. Exactly right. Okay, good. You're right. You're right. Same thing. And so this will be the same thing, except you're swapping uh, male parts and female parts mm-hmm. together being normal to now. That's weird. Oh, you're a weirdo. You want to do what? Uh-uh. That part goes with the same part over here. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for the advice. <sighs> now, the school district confirmed the existence of the club and that conversations may be confidential, but they didn't address any of the specific allegations uh, made by the parent just to protect the privacy of the student and their family. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's so nice. But they did promise to create and uphold equitable, inclusive, and rigorous educational opportunities and outcomes. How do and you outcomes. how do you Out. support a rigorous educational outcome? What what does that mean exactly? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. None of this means anything. They always just say these these combinations of words to appear as intellectuals. But I mean, you're right. Like, if you are controlling for outcome, then it can't be rigorous. No. No. Can't be. Uh, According to the parent rights group, Parents Defending Education, the club speaker name, the one that came in and said parents are not safe, is Kimberly Chambers. She's the director of Splash, a youth of Northern Colorado and Community Health Improvement Plan coordinator. For uh, Larimer County. Okay. According to the email correspondence obtained by Parents Defending Education between Chambers and the girl's art teacher, Chambers expressed concern about the girl's well-being due to her mother's objections to the club. After the teacher mentioned the girl hadn't been in school since the controversy arose, Chambers suggested talking with the school's administration about doing a well-child check. Or whatever is within the policies of the school. So the teacher was like, your mom is upset at this. Maybe you should talk to the teacher because there's some things we can do with a well child check. Maybe, maybe you're an abusive relationship. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying it. How did this happen? I I feel like as of. Teachers unions. <laughs> okay, I got that. Okay. Right. But I mean, as of a. Co- Teachers unions. <laughs> I can't guarantee you that I got it out that time. But. Uh, okay. Uh, but as of a couple of years ago, this was such a fringy ideology what? that it only showed up in places, you know, like Ibram Kendi's, you know, mm-hmm. dungeon basement he probably mm-hmm. has filled with white people that are not, mm-hmm. uh, that are not allies. Mm-hmm. Um, th- but then... Then we're at this point, all of a sudden, a couple of years later, where teachers who are members of teachers, <laughs> all of a sudden, in like suburban schools, they've are always pushing. been there. They've just been the one that that's crazy, a slippery slope. They've always been there. It just wasn't time. And I got news for you. Mm. It still isn't time. And if Americans really wake up. If this doesn't wake you up, your children, well, let me give you this one. How about this one Um, from Kentucky, a Kentucky couple who came under fire for allowing their six-year-old son to run in the flying pig marathon in Cincinnati have revealed they were visited by child protective services. Ben and Cammie Cofford, 
of Bellevue shared a photo on Instagram of an official interviewing Rainier, a kid, who adamantly decided that he wanted to run the marathon. In the caption, they wrote that child protection services arrived at their home unannounced on Friday and interviewed our children because leaders in the community are calling running with children wrong. And this needs to stop. Uh, the parents said our children are having an emotional breakdown right now, not from running, but from a mob that has weaponized themselves by running the, the, the running and, and destroying the most accomplished and celebrated individuals. They are stating that children running is abusive. And while they do that, not providing any data or facts, uh, the reports and stance are false, says the parents. Hundreds of witnesses, including police officers and hours of video footage corroborate. When will they apologize and retract all of this? The district attorney in Campbell County, Kentucky, confirmed to Good Morning America that child services had visited the Crawfords, but said no determination had been made about the probe. The real stuff that we got accused of was dragging our son, physically dragging him on the marathon course after mile 13 and across the finish line. If you've seen our finish line picture, we all held hands like that at the last at the last moment for the last uh, 0.3 miles. We walked. We talked about it ahead of time. That's what we were going to do. I don't know if anybody if I should be angry. I like to believe that people are doing the best they can, but they're they're trying to ruin that. They're not trying to ruin our life. You know, they're probably legitimately afraid for our kids, but. Where's the line? You passed that line a long time ago. Don't, don't, don't. You stop. Stop. People are trying to do the legitimate thing. No, they might think they're doing the legitimate thing, but they're most likely the ones standing up for the LGBT club where you can lie to your parents. They're most likely standing up saying, the Supreme Court has taken away the right to kill my child, which is not true, by the way, and we've got to have abortion at any time. These people have gone insane. They've gone insane. So, no, I don't give anybody the benefit of the doubt. They can feel like they're doing the wrong, the right thing, but I don't care how they feel. They're doing the right, the wrong thing. Now, this family is a running family. All the kids have run. The older kids, you should see the picture of the family. Whew. The older kids are pissed. Um, and the older kids have been running with the family. They, this, is a, this is what they do. And if my son said... I want to race and I want to finish it. I would say, honey, it's a long, long race. Okay, but I want to finish it. Okay, well, that means we're going to walk some of the time. And it means we're going to stop. But if you really want to finish it, I do. And then halfway through when the kid says, I don't want to finish this anymore, you don't finish it. But that's not what he said. I really want to finish it because he's looking up to his older brothers and sisters who did the same thing when they were his age. My gosh, what's wrong with people? <sighs> Back in 60 seconds. 
You know the old phrase, garbage in, garbage out. It turns out that the opposite is also true when it comes to your kids. Giving them positive, truthful information to put in their heads produces productive, truthful young adults. Okay. Boy, what do you say we raise a few of those, huh? You have absolutely no help in society. Uh, no help. You, you cannot trust any organization anymore. You cannot trust the schools. If your teachers are still in a teacher's union, they can be the greatest person ever. No. No, I'm sorry. I don't trust you because you are not smart enough to see the correlation and connection between what you are paying them and the destruction of our children in schools. So you may not be doing anything, but the organization that you're funding and you can opt out of at any time. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, you have to do the work. And here's something that may help you. Um, it is a magazine, a monthly magazine that shows kids, other kids, other kids that are doing extraordinary things like, oh, I don't know, finishing a marathon, learning to how, how to be an entrepreneur, exercising your freedom within the market, gaining an appreciation for the fruits of your own labor. Oh, that's crazy old timey stuff. It's the Tuttle Twins magazine, and you can get it now. It's the Tuttle Times. It's a magazine you can get at a reduced price, $49 for the entire year. Give it to inspire your kids. Give them examples of other kids doing the things that we all grew up knowing you could do. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. $49 for 12 months. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10-second station ID. You know, I was about to give this to you, but, um, you know, kids, do not waste blackouts. Don't, um, because you're going to need them. And boy, could I use a stiff drink. Uh, now, if you were listening to the program, might sound a little different on stories like this. This is a real story that I think you have to be hammered to tell. The Satanic Temple said its adherence to the Satanic Temple should be permitted religious exceptions to perform r religious uh, abortion uh, 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 ceremonies where they kill a kid. Uh, they say the states have put up barriers to the controversial procedure. Responding to the leaked Supreme Court opinion draft that would overturn Roe versus Wade, the Satanist Temple said that we are we are at, we're absolutely committed to protecting re religious abortion uh, abortion access. So you know you can you can come into the temple and we just put you up on the altar and we kill the baby in a, in a religious ceremony. Oh my gosh! Convenient. They're all oh the, it's all of a sudden a really important religious ceremony. 
Well, now. they've been fighting for this for a while, you know. Mm. They they actually this is part of their. But does that tell you it's on that brand, you I'll say might that. be you might be on the wrong side mm. when your ally is the satanic temple? Are we the baddies here? <laughs> is that us? Because that is what it kind of seems like here. Uh, it is totally on brand, though. For Satanists? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You're watching like this stuff where they're like throwing Molotov cocktails into buildings and they're harassing people at their homes and violence is starting to break out in certain areas oh. and like very much on brand for, yeah. for a movement that is desirous of killing 63 million people. I mean, it's kind of what they do. One of us should have a drink as I say this. Mm. Uh, I believe Satan is running amok. I really believe that uh, the God in Washington now isn't the God of Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob. It's not even the God of uh, Abraham, Isaac, Ishmael, or Abraham, Bill, and Fred. Is not that guy. I think that the things that are going on right now, I cannot believe people don't see that as, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Glenn. You know, we don't vote the same, but that's evil. How are you missing this? How are you missing this? When you put it on your marquee billboard that the Satanists are on your side, I mean, uh, there's an indication, perhaps. Yeah, but they still don't see. I mean, how stupid do you have to be to tweet this? Planned Parenthood isn't killing children. You're... You're thinking. You're thinking the the M, M, uh, the the M, the National Rifle Association. <laughs> really? Really? That's Bette Midler. Okay. Uh, Planned Parenthood isn't. Ki- what are they killing? Shoes? What? 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 I mean, you what know what happens to, if you don't do the thing you're doing? To, a, a kid is born. To solve this, all we have to do is tell them that that clump of sails might be a polar bear might be a bald eagle you never know it's a protected animal mm. it's the uh kumquat squirrel rat that there's only three of them and it might turn into that the kumquat did a squirrel a rat and a kumquat yeah. have a threesome how did that happen exactly you don't want to know <laughs> no, I don't you, got see a, footage. you got a problem with that <laughs> you're just not normal unless you've had sex with a squirrel or a rat and a kumquat <laughs> The Glenn Back Program. So I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, my gosh, Glenn, you are so handsome. You're so youthful looking and energetic. How can that possibly be? <laughs> well, that's good. It's good breeding right there. That's good genes coming out. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I get this soft, supple skin from the lucky strikes that I smoke. But most of all, I get it from a good night's sleep. Yes, that's right. Join me. Join me. How can you sleep at night? I used to ask that. How do I sleep at night? I don't. <laughs> now, quite well. Thank you, Mike Lindell. My pillow has all kinds of products that will really change the way you sleep, from his pillow to his sheets. They're great. He's got a ton of different products. And right now, he has a buy one, get one free pricing on most of the products. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, look for the uh, radio specials, and just uh, type in the code BECK, and it'll take you to the page where you can buy one, get one free. 
Just check them out right now on all of their products. Remember, they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. You don't like the pillow. You don't think the sheets are as great as I say they are. Ship them back. No questions asked. MyPillow.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Join the movement. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. A guy I have to tell you is one of my favorite. I could, if I could, made a list of you know the five, the five people I'm watching that can really change the world. Elon Musk is probably number number one. Number two is probably Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Swami, who is with us now. If I can get his name right, he's the author of Woke Inc. But he just did something that Vivek. Thank you. You are you are. Uh, in the position to do something you're in the position where you don't have to do something and you are taking on blackrock the right way can you explain what you're doing yes yeah, so we're taking on the three largest asset managers in the world glenn starting with blackrock who is managing over 10 trillion dollars that is one firm managing more than half the u.s gdp and here's the problem glenn they are using the money of everyday American citizens, most right. of the listeners of this program, yours and mine, to foist values onto corporate America, to advocate for policies in corporate America, to vote our shares in corporate America in ways that we would disapprove of, to advance these social and environmental policies that we should instead be debating as citizens. Amen. And, and you know, Glenn, I just want to, want to, you know, I mean, you know this stuff well, but just think about this as a, as a second for a thought experiment, all right? If you had the CEOs of Exxon and Shell and Chevron get together in a room and say, we're going to cut gas production, and then gas prices spike at the pump as a result. Mm -hmm. This would be the stuff of movies. People would be walking out, perp walks in handcuffs. Okay, it's yep. antitrust violations. Yet guess what? When the same owners of these competing firms all force those firms to do the exact same thing, somehow that gets celebrated as ESG instead. That is a problem. And that's a problem we're solving through competition. And so my, my message to BlackRock was really simple. Good news is we're going to solve your antitrust problem. The bad news is we're going to do it by taking market share, by actually representing the voices of everyday American citizens in every boardroom in this country so, eventually. That's the so when on. will this begin? When can average yeah. people move their, their 401ks or their investments over to you? So, so, so the, the movement begins in the third quarter of the year. What we said was that the first products will launch in the third quarter. This was just unveiling the company itself. And I have been humbled. I've been blown away by the level of support we've received. In fact, the number of employees of the big asset managers, including Vanguard and wow. BlackRock and State Street, who have said we are, and these are these are their words, not mine. In one case, a message I got, we're fed up with the nonsense, ready for something new. And you know what? I don't hold it against employees who are willing to move with their own feet. I actually give credit to brave people who are willing to act on their convictions. And you know what? These firms didn't act this way 20 years ago. This is a newer trend. And so even for employees of these large asset managers who have seen the lurch that these firms have taken, I give those employees credit and our, our, our doors are wide open. But to answer your question, Glenn, it's the third quarter of the year that we'll be launching the first so, product. Vivek, the, you know, I've been preaching this ESG stuff uh, for a while now. Uh, and yes, you have. Couldn't get, uh, couldn't get the, um, uh, the states 
you know, we had about 20 of them, but so many Republicans even are like, that's a private business. They can do whatever they want. Well, S&P Global just came and said, we're now rating the states with ESG scores. So you may you may lose uh, your status for businesses because we may not be able to recommend that people do business in your state. At a certain point, we should just call the charade for what it is. We tell ourselves we live in a democratic society. Let's call the charade for what it is and start bowing to our monarchs instead. This isn't even a battle between left and right, Glenn. This is a battle between living in a democratic republic and living in a monarchy where a certain group of corporatocrats, people who run a corporatocracy, a monarchy, decide what the right answer is to these moral questions for everybody else. Now, I don't think that public policymakers are up to the task. I think you agree with me on that. I also think that a lot of public policies can have unintended consequences. That's a different game. That's not the game I'm playing. At the end of the day, I think that the market here, the actual market, the true free market, not the one that's guided by the invisible hand of government, but the one that's actually guided by the demands of everyday citizens, that's the system that I think could deliver the cleanest solution if brave enough people are step enough are, are, are actually brave enough to step into that void. I think there's a great economic opportunity. I also think there's a great Huge. opportunity to change our culture. So that's the path I'm taking. That doesn't mean that policymakers can't act. It's just that I'm focused more on the market track. You know, it's amazing to me. I see these companies, these media media companies that sell for, you know, a billion dollars and they got nothing. We're the largest streaming network for right of center in the world. It's like worth $10. It's like, you know, you're never going to be able to sell that. You're like the, the, the market doesn't understand and they refuse to understand that. I don't know. Half the country doesn't agree with them and still wants and products. And Glenn, it's, it's, it, let, me, let me just give you one shade further building on what you said. I agree with everything you said. But further, the 100 plus million people, the 150 plus million people you're talking about, when you adjust for spending power, when you adjust for investment power, when you adjust for being good credit risks, good, good insurance risks, people who don't lie on their credit card applications, people who have actual savings to put into investment funds, people who are hard workers, people who are sticky customers, that actually becomes one of the largest economies in the world. Right. Now, that being said, I wanted to share with you my perspective here. I don't want to see a red economy and a blue economy in the long I run. I don't either. This is beyond This is beyond Democratic and Republican partisan politics. I actually want to get politics out of the private sector. Yes. But we're not starting from neutral territory. And so I think using market competition and competitive force to bring that true diversity to the marketplace of ideas, when right now, especially in capital markets, Glenn, we have one view. It is the ESG-centric view. And ESG is whatever BlackRock decides it means on a given day. What we really need is just true competition and true diversity. If we get there, I'm happy. And I don't want partisanized economies left at the end of it. I actually think that they can, the economy can bring us together. The private sector, if it's depoliticized, can bring us together. We're just taking the steps to get there. Well, I mean, if we have to have a parallel economy, but then we have to have it. But a parallel economy will take money from the other side and they'll either get competitive or they'll be destroyed. That's exactly right. Now, I predict the way this plays out isn't that we have two permanent parallel economies, but companies like Airbnb and BlackRock and Disney. And for that matter, you know, every other company in corporate America is going to wake up and say five years from now, our approach to diversity and inclusion probably wasn't as diverse and inclusive as we thought. Right. They swing the pendulum back. That's how we get our culture. Did back. you see that BlackRock, what they announced today? I think it's of course, because of you. Of course.
<laughs> I think, I mean, I think it is, too. I don't mean to falsely pat myself on no. the back or anything for credit. It's not about me. It's about them trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube, right? So now what, what are we going to see from BlackRock? Mark my words. They're going to say, well, those proposals we put up a couple of years ago, we want to roll those back a little bit. You know what I would say is that that is the example of a of an institution that operates without a soul. I would rather have somebody who has a different view who we could engage in healthy yep. debate in the open rather than to debate with somebody who wants to look like a flag but waves in whatever direction they think the wind is blowing. Now they're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. I'm, I think kind of a very difficult time doing that, but I think it's revealing even how they sense the tides are changing. We're going to lead that new tide, hopefully to a more positive. So place. I only have about three, four minutes left, and I want to ask you two questions, um, and they're they're. Uh, they're just ethical questions that I don't know how to solve, both in the news today. Goldman Sachs back firm buys Florida community of single family homes for forty five million dollars. BlackRock is doing this, too. They're coming in. They're paying overprice. They're buying whole neighborhoods. I don't want to tell companies that they can't do that. I wouldn't be opposed to that if it wasn't for ESG and the Great Reset, which says. You're not going to own anything by 2030 um, and everybody will be renters. So what do we what do you think of this and how do we deal with this? It's a great question, Glenn. I like the intellectual honesty with which you're approaching this, too. This traces back to a deeper problem of the government effectively having a private sector suckling at its teat over the last two years, but in return for the trade of making sure that those private actors implement government policies through the back door that government couldn't pass through the front door. So institutions like BlackRock are effectively benefiting from a decades-long policy of not only easy money from the Fed, but also Treasury spending that, of course, if you look at who administers the COVID-19 stimulus packages, guess what? It was none other than BlackRock taking their rake at every step as well. So this is crony capitalism. So if it's a, if it's a truly free market and private institutions are deciding, de- deciding to invest in real estate, you're right. I don't think that that's something that we should worry about as policymakers or, or policymakers should worry about in saying that that's something that they shouldn't be allowed to do. But we don't live in that free market. Right now, it's the invisible hand, really the invisible fist of government that's engaged in a mutual back scratching exercise with firms like Goldman Sachs. That's been happening since 2008, but also with firms like BlackRock in more recent years that make this the illusion of the free market, but they're using the slogans of free marketism as a as a slogan to defang the conservative opposition that you would otherwise feel in the intuitions. But conservative dogma says that we shouldn't interfere with the free market. Right. I think that's correct so long as we restore the actual free market. So um, that's a complicated issue. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate your answer. Um, we're talking to Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, I, I, two, two kind of in the same uh, question. There's a story from CNN today. Tesla's stock slide raises doubts about Elon Musk's Twitter purchase. I think they're sliding just like everybody else, myself. And the other the other thing that I really would like your view on. uh, There's a story in Fortune today. Coinbase admits users may lose crypto if exchange goes bankrupt. Now, when I read the headline, my first thought was, good Lord, are they going bankrupt? This is the federal government requiring them to uh, disclose what would happen in worst case scenario. And now it's being reported on uh, and the average person will look at this and go, oh, there's trouble at Coinbase. Is this just another game that CNN is playing with Tesla and the United States government is playing against cryptocurrency? 
So you understand this really well, Glenn. Your intuitions are in the right place, and they're doing this all over the place. You're seeing it in the Green Revolution, too, where they use the veneer of disclosure. Oh, we're not. We, we the regulators, aren't really forcing companies to pass a particular agenda. Of course, we would never do that. We're just picking certain areas where they have to over-disclose their risks, such as climate risks. And you could see the war on crypto has a very similar feel yeah. to it, too. It rhymes with it in the same way. Well, guess what? The disclosure regime is really just a vehicle for packing in, for smuggling in a viewpoint-based agenda that forces companies to either bend the knee in a certain direction or not. And when you combine that with the forces of the media, which has really just become a fourth branch of government in many senses, that's how you use this soft power. It's not hard legislative power, though that may be coming soon too, but it's this soft power of using the combination of a disclosure regime with regulatory pressure from the back door, with regulatory favors given to large existing incumbents that then create the conditions for nothing but the right answer, which is the ESG-centric answer, to have been the product of what they will say is the free market. Of course, it's really just the invisible fist of government and the more totalitarian, and I don't use that word lightly, but the more totalitarian forces behind it conspiring to get to that same outcome. So so I appreciate your insight in helping people see through what otherwise seems like a much more ordinary, less nefarious affair. I mean, I tell you, you you say authoritarian. Um, the, The title of my book is The Great Reset. Uh, 21st century fascism uh, and it's uh, people were like that's you can't say fascism that but that's what it is it is that the classical definition of fascism is yes. the merger of corporate power and state power and i think we are seeing the beginning of the rise of that on modern american soil and, and in some ways we, we fought a we fought a revolutionary war in 1776 it was not a war between partisan on one side or another it was a war between the everyday citizen and the monarchical class back in yeah. 1776. And today, the new battle line is between the everyday citizen and the managerial class and in the United States. Isn't it? That's not left or right. It's something more fundamental than that. And isn't it crazy that it's happening all over the world? It's happening in every Western country, and it's being misidentified in every country. You nailed it. This is a transpartisan transnational war for the heart and soul of both capitalism and democracy. And I even, you know, to be fancy about this, I think transpartisan, transnational, I even say it's transtemporal. Okay, there was, this was transnational back in 1776. The French Revolution played out 13 years later. It was a transatlantic battle then too. Mm -hmm. We live in one of these moments where it's like, it's it's like the the dose in the water. It's kind of like it was back in 1776. This goes beyond geographic boundaries and partisan boundaries. It is the human struggle between the citizen and the monarch, between the citizen and the managerial class. That's what's at stake today. And, and we side on the side of the everyday citizen. I'm just choosing to do it not through policy, but through actually creating a vehicle to compete with these new monarchs like BlackRock and Vanguard. So that's why I, I set out to do what I'm doing. Vivek, I cannot, and I mean this sincerely, I have waited for people like you to start standing up, and you have for a long time, but I mean standing up and and i mean you're going against blackrock and uh and others you're you're i mean you're gonna get slapped around thank you thank you for that i appreciate it you give a lot of people including me hope thank you glenn appreciate, appreciate it, it. take bet. the support every step you Bye-bye. bet the vake ramaswamy uh the author of woke inc uh and uh, talking about his startup uh, uh, that's going after blackrock and esg All right. Our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. So you're stranded on a desert island out in the middle of nowhere. No phone, no lights, no motor cars. You know the drill. 
There's no soul to be found, except for that movie star and the professor and Gilligan. But now you're there, 100% isolation. Well, I mean, the Howells are there as well. But now you don't need LifeLock because that's it. Everyone else off of that little deserted island uh, really needs LifeLock. Okay, they can't catch everything, but cyber hackers are watching everything that we do. So is the government. Nobody can prevent it all, but LifeLock is the best. Join now, save up to twenty five percent off your first year with the promo code Beck. Call one eight hundred LifeLock. One eight hundred LifeLock. Head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck for twenty five percent off. Promo code Beck. LifeLock.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. I mean, do you think he's number two on on a list of people that don't have to risk that are now yeah, and standing up, giving I, people hope? Really important. And yeah. someone with a lot of credibility. Yeah. Um, I, I lost a little respect for him when we, when we before we came on the air, and he said he read your book, seemed to like it. <laughs> and now, I don't know. The, the, I, I moved him down. him down. He's number yeah. like eight now. Really? Uh, yeah, that much? Six slots. Yeah. Huh. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, he read The Great Reset. Uh, and look, you know, that's... That's that's someone with his background and his credibility on these issues going through the book and and seeming yeah. to like it is is a really important thing. Is um, it's 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 essential that everybody knows what we are facing. This is the Glenn Beck program.